Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to A Civil Discourse. My name is Glenn Brown. And I'm Grant Echohawk. And today we're talking about um, fun topics, corruption and other exciting activities. <laughs> and uh, the, the backstory of this is, uh, you know, Grant and I, uh, we, don't, we don't view the world through the same political lens. Um, and sometimes we skirmish <laughs> on things, <laughs> and we uh, we we do it. You know, often it's by text. Um, but I think what prompted this show began with uh, there was a recent um, uh, spate of news articles about uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and he his friendship with billionaire billionaire Harlan Crow and. I think Grant said something to me about, you know, that, that Thomas guy is, you know, corrupt and 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 I I immediately said, Corrupt? You wanna talk about corrupt? How about the Biden crime family? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, What are you talking about? So well, no, what he said was, Well that's a bold accusation. Oh, and I said, crime I got family. the document. <laughs> so there's been a uh there's been a congressional committee that's been spending time on the the Biden family and influence peddling by uh, Hunter Biden predominantly, but I think the president's brother is in the network and there's some other associates. Anyway, there's a committee and they, they put out a, a report. Um, committee reports are uh, partisan documents uh, mm-hmm. based on who controls the committee, but it laid out, um, you know, well, kind we, of we chapter should put, We should put the name of the report so everybody knows what we're looking well, at. Well, it's the it's – the, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> it is the Committee on Oversight and Accountability. Uh, the chairman is James Comer from Kentucky. Jamie Raskin from Maryland is the ranking minority member. And they put out a memorandum on May 10th of 2023. And it's it's the second bank record memorandum of the Oversight Committee's investigation <clears throat> of the Biden family's influence peddling and business schemes. Um so, and the stories with uh, Thomas have been, it's one of several that involve Supreme Court justices and the receiving of gifts and honoraria and um, things of that sort. So it, it just led to a, a discussion between Grant and I that um, we'd, maybe they're all a little crooked. Um, and then the interesting contrast is in our other capacities that we'll, we'll We'll disclose and then say that we're not speaking in those capacities. Um, We have occasion to spend time on the local uh, conflict of interest rules and as they apply to, say, for instance, assembly members. And it's it's like backwards day for the the people at the highest levels of government. Mm -hmm. Their conflict of interest rules are they have the holes largest to drive trucks through, Mm -hmm. whereas our local code – puts much greater rigor and the obligations on the electeds um, is much more particular. Um, and that's kind of funny. So that was the conversation that got us started on this. Is that fair? Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's fair. And I think that um, as, as we go through this conversation, it, I think the, the, the part that's, it's both appalling and appreciative that, 
that the, the highest ranking folks, like you said, have these in their, their ethics and the reporting. They, they, they have massive holes. You can, yeah, I think driving a truck is very, is, is, is very, yeah, I think you can drive an aircraft carrier through some of these holes. <laughs> and, and here at the local level, uh, we have to be much more stringent. We have to be much more, um, you know, with our reporting standards are so much higher. So we're going to go into that. But, but uh, I, re- I personally really appreciate it. I really appreciate the fact that uh, there are clear um, bumpers, that there's clear checks and balances, that uh, that um, e- even even the Open Meetings Act and uh, making sure that that we're not all talking to each other. Uh, when I say we, uh, even though I am on the Borough Assembly, I'm only speaking for myself, no other uh, organization or entity. But uh, making but those those rules to make sure that that the uh, community is getting as good a government as possible, and um, so I so I, so we'll talk about those those contrasts. Yeah, I think and, it's uh, uh, it's such you know it's a source of pride, uh, at least within the borough, and and I also don't speak for the borough, um, though employed by the borough, uh, it's a source of pride that we have the mm-hmm. disclosures. I mean, at any point, any day. A citizen can go on to the borough clerk's website, and if you scroll down the side, there is a document you can open uh, that gets updated regularly that has all of the business affiliations, sources of income um, for electeds, for mm-hmm. the for the assembly members. And that includes um, board appointments and the rules apply to yeah, all of those yeah. all of those. Fo- oh, you're saying yeah, the for fiduciary yeah, obligations, yeah, yeah. you know, so what nonprofit boards they serve on, so that it's all out there, it's transparent, um, and you'll still see lots of disclosures happen during the meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I, we talk to the assembly members and say there's. If anything, overdisclose. You never get in trouble for overdisclosing. Uh, you'll get a ruling from the chair whether or not you can participate in the vote and discussion. Um, but it's it's a good practice for the public to see people disclosing to know as a as a routine reminder that um, you're carrying out the people's business, but that you're doing it truly faithfully. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm a fan. I really am. Yeah. But you know, before we get started, can I just do a quick plug for uh, Pride Month? It is June fourth. It is June fourth. June fourth. Um, so happy Pride Month, everyone! And um, there was a kickoff last night with uh, local band Woody's Finest Hour, when they rocked that '80s cover. Uh, they rock it. It was it was tons of fun yep. uh, at the Creek Street uh, Cabaret, and uh, it was just a it was a great kickoff to the month. And so, uh, happy Pride Month, everyone. That was all. Right on. Yeah. I was out last night. You were you were out drinking and I was uh, picking up litter were you and helping old, older people cross the street oh, and things really? like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad you had a good time. I did. So. I had a good time. I'm, I was still in bed by 11. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm old. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the new mid- nine is the new midnight <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, I guess I'll start by talking about uh, so the the first uh, pointed text I got or the conversation we had was about Clarence Thomas and he's mm-hmm. been flying around for years. I think he's a twenty five year friend of mm-hmm. Harlan Crow, a billionaire. But I think his father he might have been born well also. Yeah, um, and. Uh, you know, Learjets and things of that right. sort. That's the and, whole thing. And there, the other part of that inquiry that had people's attention is that a grandnephew of Justice Thomas um, 
um, something happened such that the the kid essentially was being raised by the justice and his wife um, and going to a private school and the tuition for the private school was being paid for by Harlan Crow. Mm-hmm. Paid, not hiding it, just paid directly to the, yeah. you know, they didn't run the money through the Thomas's account. Crow made the, made the payments right. yeah. um, direct. So that became an issue. And the, the rules for many federal officials and the judiciary, um, they have a very odd exemption. <clears throat> and that is um, the definition of uh, what constitutes a disclosable gift. <clears throat> it excludes personal hospitality of an individual or social hospitality based on personal relationships. Uh, the justice's response to this inquiry was that we've been friends for 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, we vacation with our <clears throat> wives. Mm-hmm. You know, we go places as two couples. Um, anyway, the reason that was his defense was um, – because it is a defense, it's an exception. Um, but is that where the line should be drawn? <laughs> I feel like I feel like that line needs to be brought in a little bit tighter. <laughs> it's just you wonder how many congressmen, how many judges, for instance, mm-hmm. may um, have just a crazy number of friends who are who are lobbyists. <laughs> but it's a good close personal relation. Yeah, I, you know? I, I think that I think that one is is I think a perfect example of an aircraft carrier could could drive right through that. I yeah. mean, because you can you can make a friend anytime you want. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. you you uh, you you I can you know if there's a way to benefit that we can benefit each other, let's yeah. be friends. Which yeah, well, <laughs> and know? and all of a sudden, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the more stuff we do together, the bigger the hole, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. No, so it's 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 messed up, and there there was uh, another inquiry into. Pretty sure it was Justice Gorsuch involving the sale of some real estate, and it was purchased by someone who did have business before the Supreme Court. Uh, but Gorsuch owned it. He was one member of an LLC, and all the LLC did was held that piece of property. Um, so when it was first reported by the news, and I did a dive on it because I thought, what is going on with these guys? Mm-hmm. Um, and they couched it in the news coverage of it that he sold this thing to this guy. Um, and, you know, the suggestion was that maybe the price was higher or lower, you know, by virtue of who bought it. Um, and then right after that, they shut down the LLC. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, oh, my gosh, that's even <laughs> worse. Well, no, it was a holding company that held mm-hmm. that piece of property that was an investment property. And guess what? Once it has no more assets because you just sold it, yeah, they wind them down. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened. That one, I guess, and you and I didn't pre-talk about this issue, but with this sudden um, – attention being paid, especially to Supreme Court justices, I did wonder in my, my little mind whether or not um, this added, this renewed interest uh, isn't also part of what is going on with institutions. Hmm. Or um, what we've yeah, on a previous we, show. We did a previous okay. show about how um, it is a political activity now to undermine institutions um, for political gain, they're short victories. And much of the show, we talked about what happens when you've destroyed the institution mm-hmm. or destroyed its credibility, and then you later need it. Right. Um, so I did wonder if there wasn't some, because there's also, this has led to articles about gifts received by 
Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she was alive and on the court. Um, and they've also even started with uh, the newest justice, mm-hmm. um, Jackson Brown. Right. Um, and, you know, who, is, who are her affiliations? Who are her? So it's, I mean, it's good to have these inquiries. I did wonder a little bit in my yeah. head whether it was not part of that ongoing effort to kind of claw at the credibility of the court. Um, which has gone on a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, but with <clears throat> let's say there is there is even that possibility of of of. I just did. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everyone else <laughs> wants to assume what what Glenn had already assumed. <laughs> so let, let's. So yes. Okay. I, I will assume with you. <laughs> that that still doesn't change the fact that there are glaring. No, right. So, so, I, so yeah. it's difficult to, to have that to add that in. If if we tighten everything up, and and we make it to where, uh, just even the, um, just the possible, or at least res- bring it down to where, even even the the possibility of impropriety, um, or if there is any impropriety, it is glaring and it is obvious, and because because we have the controls in place, mm-hmm. uh, once we get there. Then I think it'll be easier to say, you know, if if there is let's what refer to as an attack on the institution, I feel like we'd be able to see it because because mm-hmm. you know we could say you know we we've tightened all this up, we've made it to where uh, specific a Supreme Court justice can can do A B C but cannot do X Y Z. We fall we fall within those in that construct, uh, and I think that so I I think that even if that was the case, um, it's it. It still doesn't change the fact. I think yeah. we have a lot of work to do. No, I, I absolutely I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it was really kind of just a side thought I yeah, had. Yeah, sure. But boy, I wonder. This is kind of funny and that we're talking every, about this now. And, yeah. <laughs> so and they, every, everyone else got to enjoy that thought. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so then, um, I guess after after you you highlighted the Thomas thing, um, I had just. This is this is a, a small bit of insight into my life. Um, when that committee report was issued, I was on the trail, uh-huh. <clears throat> so I was yeah sleeping on the ground in a tent, and but I had internet service. Mm-hmm. I had cell service, yeah. um, and the, I saw a news story about the committee report coming out. So when I had cell service, I downloaded the report. And then I, I, I was probably the only person on the Pacific Crest Trail in their tent reading that report that night. <laughs> so I, I would, I would I wager money to I'm that a, fact. I know. I'm, Who does that? I, I feel like a sad little man. I know. <laughs> but that's what I did. It was interesting. And, you know, I, I have since shared that committee report with, with Grant. And, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's messed up. You know, what's going on there? You know, money coming from foreign governments, and um, I really, I'd encourage people to go read this. It's, yeah. I think, it's an ongoing investigation, um, but you know, it's really you, you in a fatigued way. You want to mm-hmm. say, well, it's just garden variety influence peddling. Yeah, just, I don't it's, know, man. It's gone it's, on yeah. forever, and these are these are family members mm-hmm. of the president um, and his and brothers. Kirk- and correct me if I'm wrong. Before we go into this, is that the committee seemed to make the distinction between uh, involvement in President Biden and mm-hmm. and his brother yeah. and his son. Yep. That those with those, those that there there seemed to are. I think they they did outline that as saying this is we're really the the concerns are really with the the uh, 
the his, brother and the his son. His brother James, yeah. yeah, and the son Hunter. Um, <clears throat> but you know what they're finding is that the connections are made, payments are made by you know Romanians, um, the Chinese, basically the Chinese state electric utility. Mm-hmm. You know, provided millions of dollars. It comes in. You know, there's you can describe it as being nothing other than the money's getting washed through a series of shell corporations. It comes in in a big chunk, and then they distribute the money to the LLCs in smaller chunks, and then ultimately the money makes its way out mm-hmm. to the business associates and to Hunter Biden and to James Biden. Um, and what's and, really nice in the report, we, we talked about it, is it does show um, – it has a really good graphs – or charts, rather, that shows – where the money originated, where it went, and then from there, how it was dispersed out to different LLCs. And I thought that was really handy. I was like, wow, this is this is great. I mean, it's it was horrific to read, but, you know, in the context <laughs> of what I was reading. Oh, and, and I think it's also important, you know, it, with, with stuff like this, and, and I, I think that this is where a lot of us get, get you know, I, I think when we complain about the, the, the nature of politics is, is, is we do have to take a step back and, and, and evaluate how we look at politics as, as citizens is, uh, and, and how, from my personal perspective, uh, even so, so if we take a look at Biden and we take a look at the 20, uh, the 2020 election, okay. <clears throat> If we were to rerun that election a million times in every possible, every possible universe that could ever exist, there is no circumstance where I would ever vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> ever. Okay. This so, is, so, this I, so, so I know you're shocked. Breaking news, folks. <laughs> so I know you're shocked. <laughs> the only reason why I bring that up, and this is probably obvious to anybody that knows me, is that even with that said, if, if the president was involved in, in, you know, in, in this a level of corruption that, that is, you know, is basically any impropriety, uh, if it breaks the law is levels of corruption that, that is, that is truly can be verified. And I think, I think this committee report is really fantastic, even though it is clearly partisan, I think they did a good job. I thought it was a good report. You know, uh, I have absolutely no loyalty to the president of the United States. None. I, I just, I don't have loyalty to elected officials, uh, uh, and, and, and I think that that's where a lot of us get, uh, there, there are some that I prefer, but at the end of the day, I'm not loyal to you, <laughs> you know, it's your job to be loyal to the people. It's, I feel like we're lops. I personally yeah, feel like yeah, we're you, lopsided. Well, we've talked about that. Yeah. Where yeah. does the power, does the power really reside in the people at yeah. this point? Um, no, that, and that, I think you're, that's a good point you make that, mm-hmm. um, if there's bad stuff going on, the loyalty and, and, you know, we're in a funny time also from a partisan perspective is that we do a lot of the whataboutism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's um, a big one. And that's actually, well, you actually, and I did it. That You and I, you that and I did exactly, exactly that. That was exactly yeah. it. Yeah, I you, was like, what? so this Clarence yeah. Thomas guy, and you're like, well, what about the yeah, Biden yeah, family? Yeah. I, was like, I was like, no, no, no. No, your guy's way more corrupt than my guy. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was exactly that. And then we laughed about it. And then we were like, oh, no, I think uh, you spend a little bit more time. It's like, no, I think they're actually all corrupt. Okay, <laughs> just a good. Mess all over the place. Good. Okay. Yeah, we we found common ground again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess the um, if we can. So we talked about Thomas on the the Biden side. Um, 
there have been multiple times that the president's been questioned about his son and mm-hmm. his son's business yeah. activities. And, and we don't talk about that is one of them. And he's also said, my ne- my son's never taken uh, money from the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. Um, this this shows that they, they did. Um, but is he – why is the president not required to disclose these activities? Because under the federal law, he's required to um, report the business activities of his spouse and of dependents. Mm-hmm. So since his, his son is not a – 13-year-old lobbyist getting payments from the federal government, he doesn't have to report it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. somehow meaningfully different. Oh, no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What Do you need to disclose it? Because, you know, if they're living in your house and eating out of your fridge, (laughs) but they're making money from a a foreign government, Mm -hmm. you know, you should really know that. Yeah. You know, they might be getting over on you. Um, No, so it's it's a funny boundary that doesn't make any damn sense. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what kind of – how elaborate – Mm-hmm. Are the business activities of a dependent child going to be? And what's the word sanguinity? Is that is yeah. that the word? Yeah. Uh, it, so that's also built into our so, ours. Yeah. 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 So I think we could <clears throat> also let, let's keep that in mind as we as yeah. we talk about the borough. Yeah. So it, well, it's a nice contrast because mm-hmm. only dependents, and it's yeah. just it is the word dependents. <clears throat> so they don't need to be family members. Right. Right. Um, but. You know, I, I did wonder about that. I was like, well, I wonder how many enterprising teenagers there are know, out there, out there. <laughs> influence cruising, peddling. Yeah, cruising the, um, you know, the world. So the, the one the one payment, just to give you just a small taste, <clears throat> um, there was a, a payment that came in. This is Chinese money. Um, it came – it was over a million dollars um, – Biden family members and their companies received 16 payments over a period of approximately three months to at least five different bank accounts, totaling approximately $1.065 million. <clears throat> so they're, they're, they're spraying the payments in small amounts across accounts from different companies. And sometimes the payments are as little as $5,000. Uh, there's a lot of $25,000 payments. You got a lot of make. You got to like make a lot of transfers mm-hmm. to get rid of a million bucks when you're doing it. You know, in five thousand dollars and fifteen thousand uh, dollars, it just smells really bad. It smells like they're this, mm-hmm. they're washing the money through the companies and then paying the payments to make it as difficult as possible to track. If you just did a big kerchunk one million dollar transfer, yeah. uh, people notice. Yeah. But I don't know. So well, I will say that. Um, Based on how the evidence was presented on this in this committee report, and based on the supporting information that they provided, that's how it appeared to me as well. You know, I I, I read all as as I read it and I looked through, I was like, good gravy, what is going on here? You know, it's and, we know, yeah, and it's funny because um, I I also I also have worked for a financial institution for last you know off and on for the last few years, so I know a lot about um, you know the the rules on the back end the BSA and all, all those things and uh and, and, and so so when I look at this I'm like oh my goodness what what you know if if somebody yeah. just walked into a uh, a financial institution and did these things red flags would go off all yeah. over the place yeah. you got you, know? you just got your name on a list <laughs> exactly so <laughs> yeah. just like good um, gravy <clears throat> what is going on here so yeah but here we are yeah. um 
So I, I guess it was it was funny when you were like, "That's a that's a bold claim." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Well, allow me to provide Exhibit A." Um, no, we'll see what happens. You're right; it does not yet link directly to the president. Um, it's just his scurvy family members. Right. Um, and uh, be- before we move on, I-, I would like to just say that that's one of the things I do appreciate very much about Glenn is is when when I'm like, okay. You need to show me. The, you need to show me where you're getting these these wild accusations from. And he's like, oh, one moment. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pull out a file, and I'll be like, damn it, <laughs> damn you. Yeah. So, yeah, you got a link for that. As a matter of fact, well, so. I try to be persuaded by facts, and that's one of our. That yeah. was one of our ground rules for this program, and, 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 and you also, are too. Yeah, and also, the, I think the very first one was. Uh, Bold claims require bold evidence. Yeah, or, or, yeah. yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but yeah. essentially, so you made a bold claim. I like show me the evidence, and you yeah. dropped this committee report in my lap. And I'm like, okay, we did, we did the program <laughs> version of calling BS on it. Yeah, we did. You know, um, so and that's that's what's going on there. You know, the caveat that I wanted to make sure to make is right now it doesn't show money flowing directly to the president. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this And the, peri- the relevant period of time here was the end of his vice presidency. So mm-hmm. in the kind of the 14 to 17 period of time. So he was out of office uh, by January of 17. Um, but a lot of it was going on while he was in the, the waning years of his vice presidency. Right, right. Um, they do show payments. They still haven't – they're tracking down. There are payments to other Bidens who are referred to just as Biden, mm-hmm. um, which is funny when you got a lot of different Bidens in the deal. Um, you'd think they would use a first name, but it's just Biden. So the committee, I think, is working to find out who that other Biden is. Right. Um, the one weird thing we did talk about is, is Hunter Biden – um, he and his brother, um, who's now deceased, Bo Biden, mm-hmm. they were – if anybody was a fan of Highlights magazine, they used to have Goofus and Gallant. Mm-hmm. And it was two brothers and they in that the cartoon of Goofus and Gallant. They used to show you the proper way to do something and then the improper way of doing something. So Gallant, of course, you know, he would get down the stairs walking one step at a time, holding on to the railing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gallant <clears throat> – or Goofus – was the one sliding down on his rear or mm-hmm. upside down or whatever. So these two brothers were basically Goofus and Gallant. Bo Biden, who ended up being the attorney general of the state of Delaware, um, sharp guy, some military background, um, just seemed like a, a solid citizen, like a, a faithful public servant. Um, and he was really building a career. I think at one point they probably thought that he might be a successor to his father's Senate seat. In Delaware, um, and he got a brain tumor and tragically died quickly. Um, Hunter Biden, who is um, he's goofus, <laughs> and he he en- ended up. And you know, I know love can be found nearly anywhere, mm-hmm. um, but he picked up with his dead brother's wife, and mm-hmm. now they. I know, which is like <laughs> yeah. made, made, I mean, it, it, <clears throat> it sure, happens. It happens. Yep, it, yeah, it, it, okay. it made the first Thanksgiving a little uncomfortable, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that's so. One of these payments from the she she by the way, her name is Haley. Um, she works. She's a guidance counselor in a public school in Delaware, mm-hmm. um, and some of this Chinese money went through and made it to her. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like. Now, what service could a guidance counselor in a public school in Delaware provide 
a, the Chinese electric utility. It, it's unclear. It, it, it is, yeah, so. it, it is. I think that's a fair word. It's I think that's a fair word. It, it is unclear. Um, I, but I, she's, there's, there's but one more thing none wanted. of them are dependent children of the, the yeah, president. No. So. Oh, that's actually what I wanted so to do. Oh, I'm glad you brought us back here. We should stop worried about this. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. so do you think then, uh, that last statement, do you think that to that a fix of, of things like this would do in, in this specific instant to have the president of the United States disclose using again, the, the, uh, the, I don't know how, what would you call it? The, uh, rules of sanguinity or, or levels of sanguinity, or basically have it be based on blood relation of to a certain degree as we do here in the borough, mm-hmm. um, re- recording, <clears throat> uh, reporting standards. Do, do you think that that would be sufficient to have, sent up if you know at least at least would have been identified sooner or maybe even even curtailed you know what was perceives to be uh, a level of corruption that that we're looking at here do you, do you think that's the solution it's worth a try yeah i mean yeah. but no but, i think it, it, the more this stuff all goes on in the shadows all mm-hmm. the time you know you and i've talked in the earlier show um about it's an absolute head scratcher why so many Congress persons become millionaires mm-hmm. after yeah. they, it, it they get into Congress. Very, very or, lucrative. or they have a spouse who mm-hmm. just happens to be in the investment business mm-hmm. and they make these incredibly fortuitous buys and sales of stock um, really on the eve of regulatory change mm-hmm. that impacts that industry. It's just gross. And it, yeah. you know it's entirely possible that some of them are um, clairvoyant, you know, I don't want to rule that out. Um, and some of the, you know, honestly, there's, there is a line there. There's some savvy business people that are watching developments in an industry, including regulatory change. And they, you can watch the committees and you can hear what's said, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get a very good sense and forecast the direction that the committee might go and then what regulators might do to carry out, well, uh, congressional action. But I think savvy is probably giving too much credit. I think just it, with what you and I do, you and I, I think, have a unique perspective of a lot of the moving parts in this community. And if and if we were so inclined, we could leverage that knowledge to our benefit. You know, I, I think that that the more information someone has about anything, it just puts them in a, in a position. And, and I think that uh, it, within the political uh, landscape, those that work it have more. I, I know certainly sure. since I've been elected yeah. as in the office, <clears throat> I have much greater pulse of what's going on in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I consider myself fairly active before before I even threw mm-hmm. my threw my hat in the ring. So, so I, I guess I, I wouldn't say savvy. I would say I, I would say that they have they have access to yeah, probably more information. Yeah, than they're your juiced. They're tied in. Yeah, you know, yeah. with a lot of the people that are making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. They have advantage the access that your average investor won't have. Right. Pardon, my stomach is growling. Boy, oh boy. Um, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh my. I, yeah. I, oh wow. You wonder why I'm losing weight? It's because <laughs> I'm not eating. Um, <laughs> oh, did we cover the fact that you lost twenty pounds in the last show, in like a month? Yeah. We I don't know. We I, might have. We might have. I can't right. remember. Yeah. The uh, PCT 
Why do uh, we keep talking about my weight? It makes me so self-conscious. Oh my gosh, you, you, you're looking svelte, yeah. dapper. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Why, uh, why are we old man? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, anyway, the, I think there is a line there. I think there's some people they do have access. They have access to information. They have access to the ciders, but I don't want to discount the fact that they may just they're paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, they're applying the information they have and making decisions. But there's, you know, and, and the one, the easy example, I think, was Paul Pelosi mm-hmm. uh, when uh, his wife was speaker. He made some crazy, crazy sharp uh, buys and sells. Boy, yeah. luckiest guy in the world. <laughs> it's know, crazy. Just, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I, I assume that these that these folks are just, they're, it's just really a dart on a dartboard. And just, they're just lucking out. Yeah. That's, I think, yeah. what's going on well, here. Luck matters, yeah, you know. Really but so when we're talking about uh, the president, uh, for instance, or federal officers, um, if a dependent child or a dependent is what mm-hmm. needs the activities of the dependent uh, and money received from foreign governments to them, if that's where the line is drawn, <clears throat> just to provide some eyewash um, in in our humble little borough code. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, there's two different grounds for a conflict of interest under our code. One is is financial um, and only substantial or significant, rather, mm-hmm. uh, financial interest <clears throat> um, or a fiduciary duty. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money in play is not defined. It's left to the, the chair who rules on it, uh, what constitutes significant, um, because it will vary by uh, circumstance. But in any event, what is reportable is when you have a, a financial interest, um, the code defines immediate family member. Mm-hmm. So it, it applies. So this is how far out the net goes right. to capture things that need to be disclosed by you. Um, spouse. That seems not unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a regular member of the person's household. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't have to be a family member. Right. A regular yeah. member of, of my household, if yeah. they yep. have business or fiduciary interests in the community, I yeah. have to disclose it. If there's Right. Yeah, so think about that. There's mm-hmm. just some cat living on your yeah. couch. And, <laughs> um, a child, including a stepchild and an adoptive child of the person and the spouse of any such person. So now you're out to son-in-law, daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. um, and then a parent, sibling, grandparent, grandchild, aunt, or uncle of yeah. the person. Um, so now you've gone up and out mm-hmm. and down. <laughs> yeah. um, and then a parent or sibling of the person's spouse. So now the parent. Oh, your, yes, brother, so your brother-in-law. Right. Yeah. Um, or sibling of certainly your in-laws you you should be keeping an eye on them anyway but um no think about your brother-in-law yeah yeah you know um so that's the net that's thrown for you folks yeah um and you know we only more recently added um aunt and uncle um and it was a seemed like a conspicuous absence especially in a community where um, aunts and uncles are they they hold some special positions mm-hmm. in in families um, and they don't everywhere mm-hmm. but they do here mm-hmm. um, so anyway that's you know why why in the world 
would we have these holes that, like you say, are, are big enough you could drive an aircraft carrier through for the people at the highest level of government? And yet, <clears throat> it, here, you know, we're on a, a little island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not a lot of us here, but we've got our public officials screwed down. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way they should be. I, I think so. But it's um, – and, and how do we change this? Well, I mean, I guess theoretically it would take – so I guess I mean, it would take Congress to, to say we're going to regulate ourselves. Is, is that what it would take? To, we, yeah. I mean, basically yeah, I think, pass, a, pass a legislation that, that, that tightens all this up? Or, <laughs> or, and, and we would be able to motivate them to do that how? <laughs> By, yeah. well, we'll threaten to not vote for them. The, yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, there's the, yeah. I mean, that's really yeah. the vote. It uh, is the vote. And so, and, you know, and it's one of those things like it, it's <clears throat> like I always think, especially in the, in the in the age of technology that we're in, and, and, and we've, I've, we've spoken to this before about I'm just I'm just really hoping that these young people f- figure out how to connect technology in a responsible way to to civil action or, you know, or to 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 bring change about. And it, it would you know, there, there there may be some things that that we not all of us agree on and so that's where democracy kicks in but i feel like um like uh restricting corruption doing what we can to limit corruption i feel like that should be garner wide support and and if i would think yeah the the pro-corruption lobby is not not well organized i don't think so so (laughs) well they are they're called congress They have limited membership. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay, bring it in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so yeah, these young people coming together and 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 figuring out a way to say, okay, nationwide, here here's one 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 thing that that we need in the next major vote. So 2024, here's one thing that we just, we just need you guys to figure out, you know, and, and have a, like a, a nationwide effort of saying like, here's, here's one or two things. Sure. We can, we can, we can still battle about these different issues, you know, the, the big hot topics, but <clears throat> there's, there's, there's a couple of key things that I think we're all in agreement on and we just need to fix it. And I think this is one of them and just figuring out how to, influence that as the as the voting population so you want to get into congress okay this is your ticket and you're only going to stay here if you if you if you you know fulfill this or sometimes you know i guess the republicans seem like to do it more than the democrats but um you know these binding the the candidates need to commit to you know they sign a contract Hmm. you know back to the newt gingrich and the contract with america um you know, there are model codes of conduct available if they were to identify one and say, if you are elected, will you commit to move forward and, and vote to implement this code of conduct for right. Congress yeah. and have them sign on? And yeah, I think that's reasonable. You know, sometimes, sometimes it works. Yeah, I think I, I, I do think, though, that um, just just continuing to gripe about it. Mm-hmm. And have nothing change. I, I, I don't see that that is really going to be beneficial for us as a as a. No, we've tried it. Yeah, we've I mean, tried it. We've been doing that. You know, we've, 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 we've nailed had mixed, that. Mixed results. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. No, you know, maybe that, that is something. That, I guess when there's a, a flurry of interest in stories of this sort, 
Um, it renews some of the aggravation that it causes regular mm. citizens. And you hate the idea that people would become resigned to it, like, ah, they're all just crooked and yeah. go back to their beer. Um, but that is basically, I think, what a lot of people think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is really the thing is, it's like, oh, government is just, and yeah, there's a lot of aspects of yeah, I made I'm a cynical going. joke about it, and you laughed. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I did. I mean, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> but was no, you're of... right. There is a resignation, but I, yeah. you know, I want to be like the eternal optimist. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah, there, we... there's ways to get after yeah. this. Um, you know, sometimes you need big bad things to happen. Sometimes there's you know high level indictments that mm-hmm. go on, and all of a sudden Congress kind of gets shamed into we have to pretend to care about this. So mm-hmm. let's yeah, yeah. let's get busy. Um, and it happens that, you know, you and I, back on our election show, we talked about in, uh, in Philadelphia that there's, there's like indictment season following an election, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, well, yeah, it's kind of the way it goes. And then we kind of go through the normal routine of prosecuting, you know, this is, you want to, if it happens at a high enough level, you hope it brings enough attention that it's not just a season, but it prompts legislative change. One other thing that I wanted to touch on, and it, it came up in the Thomas situation, um, is that uh, who's, who's bothered most by um, uh, Justice Thomas flying around on Harlan Crow's plane? Congressman, <laughs> which is, that's like performance art. Yeah. I love it. So they wanted to begin <clears throat> to put together um, like a code, code, of conduct yeah, code of conduct for yeah. judges. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, well, that's that's a separation of powers yeah, issue there. Yeah. There is a good separation of powers. And it's funny because people are like, well, well Congress makes the laws. Why mm-hmm. shouldn't they be able to? Well, true, but yeah. you do have that problem. You know, if, if the president said, I am coming forward with these rules of conduct for Congress, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Congress would be like, oh, who are you? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Tell us more. Um <laughs> So, so there is that problem, and I, I know that I saw at various points that that was kind of identified as a dodge, mm-hmm. and I know a little about the Constitution, <laughs> right. and it, it's a pretty good argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay out of our shop. Yeah, and and, and, and I guess in, in principle, it it doesn't seem unreasonable. You know, we can make at least in my mind, I can make the path of okay, the the electeds are put there by the people. We have a problem then if we can't go to our electeds to resolve the problem mm-hmm. with another branch yeah. then what what is our recourse <clears throat> what what can we do let's let's say let's say the uh, the, the supreme court just really is is just running amok and you know and, and we have justices going to the highest bidder you know, what, yeah. then, then what yeah. do we what do we do you know what what so so that, that they would clearly be <clears throat> The worst branch to have running run away on us. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is you know. So yeah. So then, then, then so, you're into you're into those you know those countries that are just mm-hmm. you know they, they, once the judiciary is corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. You, pretty much. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're in trouble. You <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Put the you, chairs on the tables. Yeah, just, you know. Just pack it up. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I think it's <laughs> drape everything in yeah. sheets and. Yeah, I agree. Because even even though I I agree wholeheartedly that our our Congress seems to have corruption challenges in different places, it still seems to lumber forward despite itself. 
in maybe not as quickly as I like, maybe not as the direction I would like it to go, but it's it's like this wounded animal still still <laughs> so so clawing forward despite all the all the the, the newfound millionaires that, that are that are there, uh, but with our with our judiciary, <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't see a way. I mean, I, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Sometimes we refer to government in much more vaulted terms. Today, today it's a wounded animal that is still trying to get across the road. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Optimism is low today, folks. If there's an index, <laughs> it's about oh my goodness. optimism is at three point four today. Well, to be fair, this is a show about corruption, so I think you and I yeah. are going to be a little, yeah. a little, you know, because because I, I think we're both one hundred percent agreement that we recognize it as a. It is a problem. It is. It is something that yeah. it 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 impacts our, our ability as a nation to to be able to operate uh, government to operate for the people as effectively as it should be. So, I, so I take that personally. I do. I take it. I'm like, you know, we, it could wear a guy down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. But I don't know. I, this was kind of interesting that, um, and just the contrast. And again, not to, not to toot the burrow's horn, but. I'd say um, toot away. Toot, because it's good stuff, man. You this this know is what, the good stuff, yeah. You want to know what your assembly members are uh, doing in their spare time? Yeah. Uh, go on the clerk's website, and you can find out. Yeah. You know, it, it's um, that's pretty cool, and that's the, kind of the way it should be, and um, we can hope for more. And in the meantime, I, you know, there there is periodically, uh, you know, a congressman gets strung up on, you know, influence peddling, or you know, they or they <clears throat> they got a deck built yeah. on their house, or something yeah. like that. Um, well, and also, I think I think one other piece is that is is here as a local uh, official, uh, we have to be very careful about about when we speak publicly and making sure that we make a clear distinction that that it only only if approved can we speak for. The borough, mm-hmm. and I, I can't just go up someplace and say, you know, as as Assembly Member Grant, here's you know ABC, yeah. which I think also is a, is a is is a nice checks and balances. So so the, so the we we you know we know that the 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 distinction between personal opinion, we we know what 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 is authorized by the people to to advocate for and things like mm-hmm. that. Well. Um, at the higher levels, uh, the you know the stuff that's being said, I, I personally feel is the stuff that's being said by some, let's say, members of the Senate, members of the House, uh, as sitting in that seat as a or or speaking as a representative. Some of the stuff that's being said is like good gravy. That what is that what is that coming out of that what what is coming out of their mouth? You know, and, and that's one thing I really like about those types of rules is because it it keeps. I believe it. It keeps uh, incendiary and divisive language in check uh, because it 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 separates. If somebody wants to be divisive or incendiary, they they can certainly do that. It's their First Amendment. Have a ball. But when you when you put that language in the um, in the seat of an elected, I think it 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 it's mm-hmm. it can really have an impact and it can really be uh, cause a, a, you know. Create 
rifts and barriers in the community that you're representing. So that's another thing that I really like is, mm-hmm. is making that, that there's a clear distinction of uh, when I speak publicly and, and we've heard on the uh, every single show, we, we do our disclosure saying we're, we're only speaking for ourselves. We're not speaking for any other entity or organization for that reason is because it's really important that uh, our own opinions are our own. Um, and uh, I think mm-hmm. by and large, you, don't, you and I don't get too incendiary. No, I don't think we do. Yeah. And, you know, you you keep showing up places and saying, do you know who I am? (laughs) And I think that's inelegant, (laughs) but... No. <laughs> how do you think I have those words available in that order in my head? No, actually, you know what? There, it, and you know, when I lived back east, there were people even at like a township level who would, yeah, they carried themselves like I'm a big cheese. Yeah, you know, okay, you're one of seven commissioners. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Um, but they did. They, you know, they, they, and I, I have to say that the. This is a much more genteel place politically, and the the, the uh, I guess the culture is such that um, if if an elected official here carried themselves that way on the regular, um, yeah, oh, they'd, yeah, they'd get a chipped tooth <laughs> yeah. or a black eye, you know, yeah. like they. Oh, it's, it's 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 and it's not it's not the threat of it being received poorly that yeah. keeps it from happening the culture isn't such that i don't see pol- politicians here carrying themselves that way I, I, like I, I there are some in town that i fundamentally disagree with but i can't think of a single time where i've any of the elected officials that i've come across publicly uh had any of that air of yeah. you know oh i'm the you know council member or I'm the assembly member I've, even even our house representative who lives here in town I've, I find him to be a very a very humble local guy mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen that yeah. air about him no no Dan doesn't you know he's he's kind of the man of the people you know he spent a lot of time outside of politics before he he got involved yeah. and um, and that's to a credit that's part of what makes this place a nice place to live in my mind mm-hmm. is that you don't have yeah. And, you know, we had a lot. Of, it was it was crazy. I mean, that you'd see them sometimes intrude on, you know, which kid pitches. You know, it gets like that bad where, the you know, you think because you're a commissioner, your kid's got a better cutter. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. It's not the way it works. Um, so anyway, that's so we're, we're in a good place for uh, this to have good rules. We probably need them less than the places that have bad rules. I, I I think so, but at at the end so in principle yes, I think that our that the culture of our community pr- gives us I think the the ability to probably operate with with uh, less less stringent rules to mm-hmm. follow, but still it's I think it's I'm so glad they're there. You know, because, you know, even even if and I've spoken with Glenn this multiple times is is um, there there's some lines in the sand that I don't even I don't even want to see the line. I want it to be so far away from me that I feel like if I can even see that line, I've I've gotten too close to it. And um, and knowing that these rules are in place lets Mm -hmm. me know, oh, there's the line. I, I, I want it to be way off in the horizon somewhere, you know, yeah. so I like that. I and like I, those. You don't want to make sure you're fitting on the right side of the semicolon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. No, and, that, and you are vigilant that way. Um, and most, you know, I, most of the electeds I deal with are, they, yeah. Yeah. it's, and, you know, a lot of the 
the training that we provide is is don't keep yourself out of trouble. Protect the appearances mm-hmm. yeah. also. Yeah. So that that is what makes the boundary even farther away for you. you know, um, I think let's talk about that real quick. Um, is in addition to, <clears throat> I think that the culture of the of the community that that we operate in, in addition to the rules in place, uh, the Glenn and, and our borough clerk, um, uh, Casey, also provide annual training of ethics and making sure that, uh, you know, everybody's encouraged to go. And, uh, you know, we, we, we um, you both kind of provide us with, with the ground rules of, of how, how we need to conduct ourselves. And uh, I think all that is fantastic. And I don't, I, I think that that is a best practice that, um, you know, those types of things I think are best practices that, could be beneficial across the entire political landscape. You know, I, I, I get the impression that a lot of people just get elected into office and they're just sent off into the wild with, with very little, yeah. um, very, very little of that, of that, uh, those guidelines being clearly defined. And so that's another, so, so although there's, there, there might be some angst directed at some of our federal electeds, I think that this is a really fantastic contrast of, of what I perceive as really good government here locally. And I'm, I'm just, I, I think it's a great example of, of all of these pieces working, working well. Uh, and the end result, I believe it kicks out a better government for the people of this community. And so I'm just, yeah, I, like yeah. you said, it's a source Absolutely of pride. Absolutely believe it. And yeah. we've got, you know, it's, it's all the more important at the local level because you have people that are truest to the ideal of the citizen representatives where you get somebody, it's the, it may be the first time they go on the school board. It's the first time they've ever been on a board. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that happens. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's so the, the training to kind of get everybody re- oriented to the new role and the new duties and the, and the, the pitfalls that they need to be aware of. Um, I hope the training helps. I think it does. Casey does a great job at yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think it does. Um, <clears throat> I, I know. I'm just there as eye candy, but Casey does a really nice job with that. <laughs> Plus we get chocolate at the end. You know? <laughs> and we give out chocolate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just to drive attendance. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not beyond. <laughs> so um, I think we're getting pretty – actually, I don't even recall how long we're supposed to be chatting on these shows. I think it was right around 55 minutes. Oh, no, no. I think so. How long have we been chatting? 53 and some change. Well, oh, 54 really? now, yeah. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so I guess uh, – do we have any – do we have any um, – parting words i forgot to give our email address oh I, we got another email but i forgot to give the email address on the last last show oh, okay. so they contacted me directly um and the question was uh it was bill who uh, local local bill uh called in or emailed and his question was um uh, the how how do we navigate um the the wildly varying information out there from various sources how how is it possible to navigate that to get good information? I think that's what he asked. I did send a clarification. Um, so thanks, Bill, for for emailing in. And um, what is that email? Uh, what is that email? What is that email address? Oh, it is uh, bold in the pursuit at gmail.com. Bold in the pursuit. At yeah. Gmail. Send us an email. Say say something nice or mean. Yeah. Actually, yeah. everybody's been really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, email <clears throat> and in person. And how uh, about uh, what about the podcasts? Oh, the podcast. Oh, we should tell people where they might be able yeah. to find. So you can find them um, on Apple and Spotify. 
and it's uh, Bold in the Pursuit on KRBD is our podcast. And you can see previous shows, and we figured out how to get the new sh- the new new old shows uploaded. So the, right now there's still the only three. So, but we figured out how to get the rest up. So um, we'll get that up this week. So we're we're, we're uh, this might be thirty dozen. Is this the twelfth show? I think it's eleventh. Is it? I think so. Yeah. We re-recorded a couple. So oh it yeah. Feels like yeah. more. Yeah. We. I think we're up to like fifteen or sixteen. Okay. Because there's there's one yeah. show the 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 money show. We had to do three times. We, <laughs> you know, and it still came out a little. It was still a little lumpy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, yeah. it was a lot to unpack, man. But so this, yeah, this. I think um, I'm hoping that we do more uh, in the way of uh, more topical things as mm-hmm. we're we're heading into an election, eighteen month period, yeah. and um, there's a lot of interesting. Uh, campaign ideas out there that I'd like to be able to kind of work through and maybe do some shows that are m- even more contemporaneous. Yeah. Like right now we're doing a show that will air in what, six days? Yeah. That's, um, pretty, that's pretty good. <clears throat> pretty good turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. We, we preferred to actually have a few in the bank. Yeah. But uh, now we're actually, we're having this thing for our supper. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking forward to, to, because uh, cause when we started the show, it was right in the middle of the last election cycle, the 2022 midterms. Mm-hmm. So if if we can keep the show going, and that means we get to come into the 2024 big elections, then we can really, because I, you know, I already talked about some yeah. of the stuff that was making me crazy on the midterm. Yeah, I and think so, that's what prompted the show is we were both heart sick. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited about coming into the 2024 and saying, now, now what did this person just say? Yeah, we, <laughs> did they just say that? <laughs> we were heart sick, we lashed out, and now we involved all these innocent people in it. So... Our yeah. apologies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, I I think I think we're at time. Uh, so, um, huge huge plug for uh, the Catch Can Gateway Borough. Uh, just just the entire system. It's all I think is working great. Uh, and uh, for our borough attorney, our borough clerk, the staff who keeps everything running. I just so even though I was a little angsty in part of the show, I'm coming out of it feeling really really good and positive. So yeah yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, the stock in the borough is going to go up after people <laughs> yes. listen to this. Yeah. Go catch King Gateway it's a, Borough. It's a strong buy. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, okay. thanks, everybody. Yep, uh, this was a civil discourse, and uh, you have a great day.